Having football down to a science starts with having sleep down to a science. Because the better you sleep, the better you show up on game day. That's why NFL players rely on the Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed. It senses their movement and automatically adjusts to keep them effortlessly comfortable. And it tracks vital sleep metrics like average heart rate and average breath rate, so they know exactly how well they slept. It tackles the science. All they have to do is sleep. Don't miss our Labor Day weekend special. Save 50% on the new Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed, plus free premium delivery when you add a base. Ends Labor Day. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. Toplessrobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 35 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. My name is Brooks. I'm Dan. And we are without a Tyler this week. Our family just can't keep it together anymore. Last week, we were we were without a Dan. And this week, we were without a Tyler. We're out of cartridges for our, our, our you know, our uh, host regenerator. <laughs> <laughs> well, usually we have uh, fill-in hosts, but uh, people haven't been available, so... Um, How dare they not bend to our whims? I know, right? So it has. <laughs> it has. You gonna you gonna just uh, just laugh laugh there? Uh, yeah, every time I hear that sentence now, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. It's been um, seven days. Uh, a uh, particular uh, popular YouTuber is in some hot water, and that's all you're gonna hear us say about that. Yep. yep. Uh, significantly more interestingly, the Castlevania collection, uh, came out this past week. <laughs> yes. And I have been thoroughly enjoying it. I thought, I swear, I thought that I had played Bloodlines before, but apparently I hadn't because, damn, I jumped into that and the control scheme, like the move. So tight. Every, everything about it is like not a Castlevania game as far as movement is concerned. The only um, thing, the only holdover from the old stuff is when you get hit, you still move. Have a yeah. yeah. Also, um, it seems you take pretty significant damage when you get hit too. Oh yeah, they're they're not fucking around. They're yeah. just like, this is our only entry in the Genesis. We have to make a count. But even at, like Bloodlines and Castlevania Four are both like Castlevania easy mode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not as. Um, I mean, up until you get to the very late point of the game, though, like except for Castlevania Four. Gets pretty crushingly yeah. hard in the last couple levels. Oh, does it? Yeah. Once you get into the castle, um, into the, the proper the Dracula's castle proper, uh, that's when you have the spinny room and the rotatey platform room and the death room, which is the entire game. But because you know. <laughs> I think you know, so far the most challenging thing that I've encountered in Castlevania Four has been the whip swing. Um, because like they have the hooks at points. And so you think like, okay, I'm going to whip onto that and I'll just swing and end my swing. Yeah. Except for when that swing ends over a pit, it's like, it's you're, I'm so used to games these days where like, if there's a swinging mechanic, you're going to get to the end of your mm. swing and that's where you're going to jump and you will be fine because that is why the thing was placed there. Not in Castlevania 4. No, and I never really liked that as a mechanic anyway. I felt like it was a little too ambitious for the technology to pull off. Yeah. They, they have a bit of that in Bloodlines when you play as um, John Morris, 
but I never play as John Morris because um, I can't remember that guy's name. I it's not Alucard. Um, it's uh, it's something similar. Yeah, it's some A name or it sounds cool, but he's got a he's got a trident instead, um, and he can use that as a like if you hold down, he can like charge up, and then you can like pole vault essentially, which is really handy for some of those uh, those. Uh, screen is moving up kind of stages yeah, yeah, yeah. like in the second one and second stage and in the third one the leading tower pieces stage There's, they go all over europe it's like a field trip <laughs> in bloodlines with a lot more depth yeah, uh, bloodlines the whip swing uh felt significantly better mm-hmm. uh to me than in castlevania 4 well i mean i think the swinging itself was a little more automatic um if, if, if i recall correctly um i don't know Stop it. Also, uh, Kid Dracula is a thing that (laughs) apparently only came out in Japan and is a Castlevania game. Yeah, uh, I didn't find out about that until just a few minutes yeah, ago. I, I yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. I didn't know until this week. It like, was even the music is like a, a kid-friendly major key, you know, uh, Castlevania soundtrack, and it's adorable. Uh, but yeah, apparently that only came out in Japan on the uh, original Famicom. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't strike me as a, yeah. as a game the American market would have been yeah. thrilled about. Yes. Oh man, dude. Yeah, we got the new Castlevania game. I got Kid Dracula. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Want to go home and watch the Snorks with me? <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it was actually a pretty rad game. Uh, from what I played of it, uh, it's actually very solid. I'm it's gonna a have lot to. Of fun. F- I'm gonna have to fool around with that when I it, when I pick it. It feels collection. like a Mega Man title. Like it's you know yes. it's very uh, jump and shoot, and you get like at the end of uh, the stages you get upgrades to your to your shooty. So mm-hmm. like, and then you can change what shooter you're using. So like, at the end of the, uh, end of the first stage, you get a homing shot, and with all of them, you can charge the shot. And when you kill an enemy with a charge shot, you get coins that you can use in the bonus stages in between stages. Just like Mega Man, <laughs> except the, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think there are, I don't think there's any bonus stages in any. No. Uh, Definitely not in the X Games. Not that no, I no, not of. in the X Games, not in the classic. Um, I know Legends has has like a quiz mini game. <laughs> Legends doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, but Le- Legends still, has like, a few mini games. <laughs> yeah, but there and I love, love I love the Legends series, and I'm will never apologize mm. for it. The mm. the only mini game I mm. like is when you kick the dog. That's. <laughs> you a, would like that mini game it's like a goofy japanese game show sort of thing and Bonk. there's a man being chased by a dog that are like you're just going left and right and you kick smaller dogs to try and hit the dog <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah it's very like all of the all of those mini games do they're like you know, slapsticky Japanese game show style stuff. Huh. But that one itself is really funny because it makes funny dog noises when you kick the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and in two, if you kick uh, kick the dog and people, then your armor goes dark. I think that happens in the first one too, doesn't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, your armor goes dark and everything costs more in shops. People won't talk to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can be a dick. But you can do things. You can pay like a million zenny to get like blessed by a priest and then... You're like the light version, you know. You're the opposite, and so everything everything's cheaper, and everyone like is on your dick even more. Man, Mega Man Legends, what the fuck were you trying to do? It's the Sonic Adventure of the Mega Man franchise. 
but better. <laughs> Which is probably why I have Nar- only played like five minutes of the first Mega Man Legends, and that was it. I uh, was you, like, this isn't Mega Man. I started with the second one, which was a mistake. Uh, well, it's because I like the franchise. Um, I started with the second one because that's just why I found it at a GameStop. I was like, oh, I've always wanted to play this, you know, and this two has way better controls than the first one. First one is, unfortunately, um, you can beat most bosses by running around in circles and shooting. I figured that out pretty quick. I was like, oh, I can just hold down the, 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 the target, the, not, not, not the target, but, um, like the run button and like, I can and just can like strafe. loop it and yeah. yeah, you're just strafing in a circle and that's how most bosses die without. Yeah. It's great. I mean, yeah, I, th- I think it's a good series too, but it's goofy. Yeah, it's really goofy. I also understand completely. Maybe I should like, revisit it, but like I remember when it came out, and I was like, "Wait till three comes out." Not gonna happen. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind of in the department too. Like it kind of really doesn't remind me of Mega Man in any way, other no. than the fact that you are the Blue Bomber and people yeah. call you Mega Man. Yeah, that's it. In, in all other ways, it's just a JRPG where you shoot stuff. That's sure. it. Yeah, it's yeah. Making Mega Man a JRPG isn't, well, not necessarily a bad idea. Well, Mega Man Legends did it better than... Uh, Battle Network? No. Oh, yes. And Star Force. <laughs> and uh, what was the... Star Force. Command, oh, Command Mission. Mission. <laughs> I've not actually played it uh, because it looked like trash and like X looked weird. He looked like a Street Fighter character, but from a bad Street Fighter game. Yeah, it's it's the same problem that there always is. He had Knuckles. He had knuckles because I bought the action figure <laughs> um, and he had these and a flame cape. X had a flame cape. You're not necessarily saying anything to dissuade me. <laughs> um, uh, it, these it, all Axel's like on it. the face of it sound <laughs> kind of badass. Axel's in it. Um, yeah. Until you get down to the gameplay though, where it's just generic Final Fantasy-esque JRPG combat. But not good, and also it's like bland grinding. The mo- so like the turn based, yeah. And the moment you get the one healing character who go figure is uh, a girl who wears pink armor with a sunny disposition, and who's a nurse. Yeah, you have to keep her in your party the whole time because you can never get through with healing items because then that one per- you just have to have one character dedicated using healing items anyway. So like one part of your party is just dedicated to this awful character. <laughs> Also, yes, Axel's in it, so <laughs> that makes anything infinitely the worse. <laughs> we was vo- I think he had the same voice actor as Ash Ketchum in the first game, probably, or in X Seven. I'm pretty sure that was. I think she's going to be a guest at Game On this year. Will you autograph my Axel action figure? <laughs> <laughs> I had one. Yes, I did. <laughs> I had um, to get them all. It came with the right armor. <laughs> I mean the, the 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 motorcycle, not the right armor. Anyways, sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I have been out of the loop because I have had some severe tooth trauma this week. Uh, is there anything that happened in the news that was like newsworthy? Well, aliens invaded. Oh shit! <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Well, I thought that was just my painkillers kicking in. Yeah, the two of us have just been replaced by symbiotes. <laughs> <laughs> we are all now left-handed. <laughs> That's like the only th- difference. <laughs> That's their scheme is to yes. turn everyone sinister. Yeah, sinister. Um, as far as uh, news news goes, um, there's been a lot of uh, there's been a lot of fuckery down south. 
uh, as far as some nasty yeah. bills. And, yeah. And that, I feel like we can save that for the rants uh, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Well, um, that, yeah, that's, that's something. Um, <laughs> Boy, it sure is. There uh, was a Nintendo Direct uh, this week for um, Mario Maker 2. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Where they announced that uh, you will now be able to make levels in the uh, Mario 3D Land style. Oh, okay. Uh, So, but like from what I could tell, it's still like 2.5D. Like there's still, you know, left to right. Yeah, it's just... It's just the cat suits and all the power-ups from Mario 3D Land and stuff like that. So That's fine, though, because that game was gorgeous looking. So I, yeah. I would rather have that over, you know, the, the new Super Mario Brothers U or whatever it was yeah, that they yeah, had yeah. in the first one, which I'm sure will still be there. But that game, yeah, it's that, still there. That game just didn't look good. Well, I'd love for them to add uh, Mario Brothers 2, even though it isn't Mario Brothers 2 proper. Like, it would still be fun to make you know, levels that have like radishes and shit. Yeah. yeah. I think that'd be really fun. Flying carpets and shy yeah. guys and logs, you know, and the uh, little ninja star dudes. Yeah. And the rats. Yeah. The rats. And, uh, fucking what's the, uh, Birdo. Yeah. Birdo. Um, that pink thing, the eggs. That shoots eggs at you. Yes. That you have to jump on and pick up and then throw. That apparently in the manual. Stop yawning! I'm the one who's hung over. Yesterday was our baby boy Dan's birthday. Yeah. He turned 22. I turned old enough to lose my health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to edit that in if that changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm not going to complete that thought because I was kind of. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you were going to say something about Birdo being a man. Oh, yes. Yes, I was. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. I, 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 I hit that Tron action figure. <laughs> that Tron action figure I bought up on the way here uh, um, on, the, on my brain. Uh, yes, Birdo is a, is a man. Yes. Interesting. I thought, I thought that was common knowledge by now. Yeah, no. It was, I've, I've known that since I was a kid. Because uh, I think Brent told me here. Someone that was like, oh, it was one of those like, oh, did you know? And it's like, no, nah, you're 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 fucking with me, dude. But it's like, <laughs> nope, there it is. And it's like, oh, um, <laughs> I uh, would like to see because uh, like in Mario 2, they had the super jump. Mm-hmm. So like having a super jump, you know, that kind of charge jump available in uh, Mario Maker would be pretty cool, too. But I think those are the big reasons why we won't see the Super Mario 2. Because, because of all the different mechanics are, they would have yeah. to add in for just oh. that one thing. <clears throat> yeah. And you'd have to have access to all four characters that aren't going to be in any of the other things. So, yeah. I don't know. I think, uh, I I think, think that would entail a lot of extra work Doki that they Doki don't Doki want to do. Uh, uh, I haven't heard that a billion times. Thanks, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Not to be confused with the other thing that I won't say ever again. <laughs> Doki Doki Literature the, Club. The shot caller! <laughs> 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 um who would play that game Duke? <laughs> it would still be pretty cool though. Uh mm. I think it would be nice to to I have those kinds. Love of... the way that Luigi just like yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. that's my favorite. That's why I always play as Luigi cuz it's, you know, why would you not, you know? Yeah. I agree. And I think the only game that has kind of carried that over was Smash. Yes. No, uh, doesn't he 
Wait, 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 wait. Um, I guess he might be. He's a little floaty in the Wii U. Yeah, in 3D World as well, like, he, all of the characters, like, Toad is fastest, but he jumps the lowest. Peach has her hover. But, I mean, like, it, it was a thing that was introduced in 2, and then in 3, no, just thrown right out. And then in World, no. Yeah, because you're you're not really playing as all four characters anymore. The only the only time, but you're always up, playing as Luigi. I, I, yeah, I, th- I the, think the, they the, might have the, actually the, changed those with the or inserted that in the GBA um, ports of like the Mario Advance series. I think. I think oh, that's right. Yeah, I think they may have. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, we were still also at a point like where Luigi was just Green Mario. Like that's yep. it. Yeah, he didn't become his own character for a while. Well, he kind of did in World because in World it was more established that he was the taller brother. Yeah, but he still played just the same. Yeah, but I mean, up to that point, there wasn't even a height difference. It was just a color palette swap. Yep. Yeah. 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 You know, it's not easy being green, guys. It really isn't. It's not easy being green. <laughs> I've been watching this um, uh, defunct land on YouTube has been doing a history of the Muppets like series. Oh, and really? So they dropped their third, their big third video uh, this week on the history of the Muppet show proper. Hmm. It's like everything, like there's like two videos prior to that and it's all like Jim Henson stuff. And it's like, Oh, you know, I had no idea that this is how we got to this point, you know? Like, sure. Sure. Um, there was a show called Muppets sex and violence um, that preceded the actual Muppet show. Cause he was trying to, get away from being a kid's puppeteer, being perceived as a child's puppeteer for Sesame Street. And it was kind of bad. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, there's no way to spell, like, could you be any more blatant? Yeah. Muppets, sex and violence. Like, that's basically like... Yeah, that's what he's going for. It's, it's, it's a bit too ham-fisted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also didn't know that um, he did work on SNL when that first came out. Oh, no shit. Yeah, uh, with the this puppet segment that everyone hated. <laughs> that They didn't want to be there. Uh, everyone on the, uh, everyone on the cast hated it. The writers hated it because it's like, you know, I don't want to, I think well, someone was quoted as saying, it's like, I don't, I don't work with felt. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> I don't work with felt. John, John Belushi coined the term, uh, the, uh, uh mupping fuck, uh, puppets or something like that. Very clever. Very yeah. just top notch. Well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would never have gotten there on my own. He, he, <laughs> he, he probably woke up on a couch and thought of that at some random person's house. So. <laughs> These mucking puppets. <laughs> Where's my liquor? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, what else? Uh, we have um, the uh, Good Omen series to look forward to next week. Yep. I think next week. I'm pretty sure it's you're the right. 30th, right? I've seen a bunch of commercials for. Uh, I've seen the the commercials. That's coming up, up real mm-hmm. soon, so I'm super stoked for That's that. It's an Amazon thing too, right? Yeah, that means I can watch it. <laughs> yeah, I am very, very much looking forward to that. That'll be a really good series. Yeah, my mom expressed some interest in it. Um, yes, yesterday because I made her watch What We Do in the Shadows, the TV show, and she wasn't a fan of it, but I didn't think she would be. But it's revenge for the big God, bang. How can you not be a fan of what we do in the shadows? She just doesn't like that style of that documentary style thing. She didn't like The Office. God, um, that's so good. My dad likes Parks and Rec a lot. Um, and uh, I don't even think of it as the same style as The Office. Right. Like, I guess technically it is because it's the whole faux documentary yeah. thing. Well, but uh, I mean, if you really want to go back, the faux documentary thing is like a spinal tap thing. Yeah. You know, and it, it, so it's not necessarily the office. The office specifically is the faux documentary plus discomfort. Yeah. 
and uh, the I guess even the Spinal Tap and Best in Show, like there's a little amount of cringe, you know, I love discomfort. Best in show so much, but it's Christopher Guest. Um, the Office really leaned on the discomfort, you know, kind of part part of that formula. Mm-hmm. And I don't think what we do in the shadows leans too hard on the discomfort, no. cringe, you know, part of that formula. Not at all. Um, and also, like I showed them the, the pilot, the first episode, and since because I've been following the show, it's one of the few things that I follow as it comes out. Just. Uh, I love it so much. Um, the first episode is more like, oh, there's a documentary crew mm-hmm. referencing that. But, you know, they bring it up again in a couple episodes just when one of the vampire characters, not the main characters, but someone eats one of the cameramen, you know, and it's like, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, shit, you know, shit, shit, shit. And they just like taking off. But I think that was using it more of a like, a, this is not normal panic, you know, kind of uh, thing. My brain am good <laughs> today. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we we're talking about Good Omens, and um, that's a Neil. I know Neil Gaiman, mm-hmm. but was that a collaboration with Terry Pratchett? Yes. Okay, cool. Because I, I was telling my mom about it, and she's a big Terry Pratchett fan. I'm like, this is how I get you to read something cool, mother. <laughs> mother! Yeah, I am looking forward to it. It looks like it's going to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, love David Tennant. And uh, in general, it looks like it's great. It got a great cast, and uh, it should be really entertaining. I still haven't finished the audiobook, but... I, uh, Philistine! I, I've, I've only read one Neil Gaiman book, um, and I know I should read more, but I'm busy I, with other books. Sandman? I'm seeing other authors right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, no, I read American Gods. Oh, okay. I read American Gods on a friend's recommendation. And that was wonderful. Uh, I want my ashes to be scattered at uh, the at the uh, House on the Rock. House on the Rock, yeah. So, House on the Rock is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, first year, Jasmine and I, I think first year, Jasmine and I were dating. Uh, I went back home, and you know, took her with me to Wisconsin, and uh, we just had a day where we didn't have anything planned. And I was like, hey, you want to go to the House on the Rock? And she's a huge American Gods fan. And, and it was like, what, really? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like 45 minutes away. Let's just go. And so we went to House on the Rock. Ooh. Yeah, that place is rad. I've heard a lot about it. It's really and cool. I'm sorry to tell you, Brooks, the best we can do is scatter your ashes on a rock. I don't think we'll be able to afford to scatter them at the House on the Rock. Well, yeah, we, we can scatter your ashes on a rock on a house. Just find the nearest Applebee's with the, you know, the shit on the walls or something. Just kind of just throw it. <laughs> just take the whole urn and just dump it on the wall. No, 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 no. You have to see, you have to get a get marine epoxy and just adhere me to the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't say cremated on that one. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's cool. It's a weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the, uh, I'm trying to think what else, uh, has, uh, uh, come out. Uh, this week, this week. Um, I've been too drugged up and too seething red about, uh, you know, uh, stuff, stuff, yeah. <laughs> things it's been an angry that have week. to do with Alabama and Missouri and Ohio and Georgia. Is it not always an angry week? Oh, a, a Comcast states, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I didn't keep up on much of anything else. Uh, I picked up Soul Calibur six. 
Oh yeah, I uh, was missing out on that. I, I hadn't really been able to play a Soul Calibur game since Soul Calibur three. Then I went to PlayStation three. I don't think it was on anything else. Um, I think maybe five was on PC or something. I don't remember, but I I haven't played one since three, and I'm surprised to find that it's almost exactly the same game still. Yeah. Who are the bonus characters? I think three or four is the last one that I played. Okay. The bonus character that I've seen so far is Geralt from The Witcher. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. The last one that I played had. Uh, Either Yoda, if you got it on Xbox, or uh, Darth think, Vader, if you got it on PlayStation. I think that was four, I think. I think yeah, so. I think that was four. Um, I played the most recent one that I played. I think it was probably five because it, um, it had Ezio from Assassin's Creed 2. Okay. Um, I, I was told I didn't miss much by people who've been in on the series that four and five were actually pretty bad. I, I, I never actually played any of the... I, I've only played against people, like, at the house, you know? Zeke and I just, you know, get messed up and play fighting games. So, like, I couldn't tell you uh, if it was any good as or good or not, because I just wasn't... I'm not great at fighting games in the first place. Yeah, I'm not great at fighting games either. But that, um, that, that makes I've, Soul Calibur the perfect game, because it's, it's actually one of the most shallow fighting games out there. Yeah, it, it's very beginner-friendly, and it's a lot of fun. I, I, I love it. I mean, it's... It's... A fighting game that doesn't have a huge focus on aerial combat, which mm-hmm. even though I do love like Guilty Gear, uh, that's all. No juggling. Air, com- air combos are just things that I don't enjoy very much. I like reading opponents and faking them out, not locking them into very long combos. That's I like what's characters with cool costumes and, and sound effects. Is uh, A couple of uh, uh, OG Guilty Gear games came out on Switch this week. Ooh, They're like, good. The first Guilty Gear game came out on Switch. The I remember when the first Guilty so Gear game, good. game came out. And I uh, really enjoyed it. And then another one uh, came out that I can't remember the name of off the top of my head. Blaze Blue, maybe? No, no, no. It was a, a Guilty Gear title. Oh, the uh, old title. Guilty Gear. Okay. Um, like an older Guilty Gear title, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Um, the soundtrack is like an angry DDR. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it has like that. It's got the rock and roll that vibe. Euro, and, that Eurobeat yeah, thing the, going. It's got the jokes too. Heaven it. or hell, let's rock. Oh, wait. <laughs> no, that's Blaze Blue, isn't it? <laughs> or no? Uh, it's, it's in Guilty Gear, yeah. What's like the uh, worst? Guilty Gear. In, in, in Blaze Blue, it's Rebel. Rebel guilty. 1. Oh, yeah. yeah. Rebel 1. <laughs> Rebel 1. Uh, guilty Gear Double X Accent Core Plus R. Yeah, they have stupid names. DX. They have, they have anime names. <laughs> yes. You know, the other thing. That Ima- I- imagine if Mega, if Mega Man X titles had anime, anime um, subtitles. Oh, God. Mega Man X, Dawn of Sigma, Sorrow I mean, 3, they Deus Ex Machina. Mega Man, Mega would, Man the, I mean, like the Battle Network stuff, there's like Mega Man uh, Battle Network doesn't count. <laughs> but if Mega Man games did have those titles, you and I would be winded all the time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm like, I'm Mega, Man, Mega Man X, Dawn of Sigma, Sorrow, Justice, uh, Deus Ex Machina, DX. <laughs> the other thing I wanted to give Soul Calibur credit for is it's one of the few fighting games that actually historically makes a, something separate from the campaign, but like a single player mode that's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. And Soul Calibur 2 still to this day has my favorite fighting game, like extra campaign that's ever come out. Is that like is that know, mission where, where you beat up children? And it's, it's, they, it's the they, huge map. They put certain conditions on the, you know, some of the yeah. ba- battles and, and stuff. And sometimes you're fighting more than one opponent. and A yeah. bunch of challenges and unlockable weapons that you could get yeah. along the way. Everyone had their own version of like Soul, yeah. or Soul Calibur. I always really it, liked that. It was rad. I mean the uh, the is one that in, still present in six? No, the, but the one in six is uh, it's an extra story where you play as your custom character that you make. 
Oh, the six is... <laughs> yeah. And I, the, you know, the character creator, and that's hilarious. I like that they just embraced how like campy and goofy it is. Sure, sure. So, that, that it's okay. It's not as good as the second one, but it's still something that's nice to have, unlike in... And Guilty Gear, where your story mode is literally just a visual novel. You literally just <laughs> yeah. watch a visual novel. That's your story. Cool. Not even a game. All right. <laughs> wow. So Soul Calibur gets a big win on that one. <laughs> oh, man. What's the worst fighting game? Ooh. Like, critically, well, what, is, what is perceived to be the worst fighting game? Like, so, Shaq like, Fu. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the wasn't didn't Wu Tang have a fighting game? Shaq Fu was worse, dude. That stupid <laughs> controller, right? Didn't it come with a really weird con- PlayStation controller? I don't remember. It was the logo. I'm pretty. Oh God, I would not be surprised. Now yeah, I, I have wouldn't to know. be surprised either. I don't know. I think like my my friend got a, a Wu Tang t- tattoo gun. Are we just counting? like real fighting series as which ones are the worst because i would still definitively say that like shaq fu is probably let's, the worst let, let, fighting let's go game. with series because shaq fu is bad and i mean shaq fu did come back as a beat-em-up yeah but that wasn't great either no it wasn't. was better than the original game at least but I, it's also I, nothing I like the original that, actually <laughs> yeah and that just happened like last year um I remember he was in the news for a second. Wu-Tang Shaolin style was that game that you're talking about, by the way, which probably wasn't terrible, but I never played it. There was that one fighting game that uh, didn't come out, but got leaked and it was going to be a PlayStation Thrill Kill. <laughs> I found the Wu Tang controller. Did you? <laughs> you want to see it? Oh, you're gonna have to put this on screen for people. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> so great. Oh wow! Oh wow! So, you know what? It looks it looks more comfortable to hold than an original Xbox controller. Yeah, I'll give it that. For those of you just on audio, it is a black Wu Tang W that has bright yellow buttons on it. It, it is far from ergonomic. And yeah. the, the trigger buttons sure. are on the top of uh, the ends of the letter. <laughs> yeah. Smack you can it. get one for $450 used on eBay. Oh, Lord. <laughs> that disgusts me. Yeah. Um, the uh, But there was that game Thrill Kill uh, back before, uh, back when, you know, fighting games were only just two player games. Thrill Kill aimed to make a four-player fighter. And uh, it was going to be a PlayStation game, and they deemed it too brutal to release, and so they never released it. But it got leaked, and if you had, like, a modded uh, PlayStation, you could, you know, download it and burn it and play it on PlayStation. Remind me of this later, so I may work my dark magic on the internet and play this game. It It's not a great game, but basically you were playing a bunch of insane asylum monster characters. Oh, okay, and, okay. You know, it, it, it's it was a, bloody and... It's yeah, a, it's a prequel to Mother Can I Go and Kill Tonight. Sure. My, <laughs> my, my guess would be that the uh, the shock value of that game had more effort put into it than the actual fighting mechanics. Probably. That's, yeah. my, that's my prediction. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do love those, uh, and I, I don't mean they're great games, but like the, we're going to like, you know, look at the most offensive game in history, but like really bad stuff like that. See, at least Mortal Kombat did that and also made a good fighting game. Correct. Yeah. That I don't like, but it's still like objectively a very good yeah, fighting like, game. Yeah, like I don't... <laughs> And mm-hmm. I don't even know that Mortal Kombat, like, and uh, 
people will correct me if I'm wrong, of course, uh, but uh, I've never seen any documentaries about the creation of the original Mortal Kombat or anything like that. But I don't think that they were aiming to make something that was like going to be pushing any you know buttons no really like specifically they were just trying to come up with new ideas in a genre that was still relatively young yeah but because you had had fighting street and then uh the first street fighter game and then street fighter 2 was the i think the first time i remember any yeah same any fighting game being of note i understand maybe they weren't actively doing it to push buttons but i mean come on you have to understand that you know what you're doing when you rip someone's head out along with their entire spine in in the game. It's called like, art, Dan. <laughs> yeah, it's called yeah, it's art. It's called art. <laughs> Fucking Philistines. <laughs> I mean, you know. Well, let's all run down the street and shout Mortal Kombat at each other, just like in that trailer. Oh, God. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Big guys in business. Mortal Kombat! <laughs> Johnny Cage. Sub Zero, Liu Kang, <laughs> Crow. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Why were we talking about fighting games? Again? Because Soul Calibur Six oh, and Guilty yeah, Gear. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I've been meaning to give Soul Calibur Six a shot, but if I'm you get it on PC, I'll kick you. your ass. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to. It'd be great. Okay, well, I gotta use my mouse. I mean, I'd probably get it on PC. I picked up, uh, so uh, Humble Bundle is having their spring sale. Humble Bundle? Uh, which is basically <laughs> hmm. their... Head to toplessrobot.com slash humble. Um, <laughs> basically, like, they have publisher sales, so you can go into each publisher and, you you know, see all their games that they have on, like, major discounts. So I got Nino Kuni 2 for, like, 20 bucks. What a weird concept for a game. It really the, the president I, of the United States <laughs> turns into a child. <laughs> is that what the, uh, sure what Nino Kuni two is? I'm pretty sure you play as the president of the United States who gets turned into this like protagonist for the game. Okay, that's I, fucking I, funny. yeah. Is that it's, the same one as where you're 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 flying a mech and the pre- Never mind. We'll get, <laughs> we'll get back to that after this. Yeah, this Brooks, you're, you're not so, batting a thousand today, my can, can you hand me my phone? <laughs> but I mean, Nino, Nino Kuni is uh, is uh, Miyazaki. You know, yeah. it's uh, Studio Ghibli uh, in a video game, which is you know I enjoyed the first one, so I and I kind of waited on the second one, and I'm kind of glad I, that I did because that was a super good price for like twenty bucks for the Prince Edition, which is all of the DLC season pass, but it's purple. Like that, so yeah, I, I'm I'm trying to double check. But I'm pretty sure I have to make sure. I don't think I don't think all of my friends committed to this elaborate shit post just to make a fool out of me. <laughs> okay, I wasn't I wasn't smoking crack. <clears throat> There's a game that my friend was telling me about called Metal Wolf Chaos. Okay. Uh, I shall read I shall read an excerpt from the Wikipedia <clears throat> plot. <clears throat> By the end of the first quarter of the 21st century, the United States has plunged into a state of civil and economic unrest. Looking at you, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) The military uh, launches a coup d'etat led by Vice President Richard Hawk and succeeds in gaining control of the nation's government Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dick Cock? (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to let it go. (laughs) During this time, Michael Wilson, a fictional relative of Woodrow Wilson, is serving as the 47th president of the United States. Wait, Michael Winslow? 
<laughs> Wilson realizes he is the country's last hope for freedom, and he dons a special mech developed in secret by the military to fight Hawk and the rebel forces. Wait, is this is this Metal Wolf Chaos that we're talking about? Yes. That game's fucking sick. Is it? <laughs> it's so sick. I am the president of the United States of America! <laughs> it's, it is... I, I was so frustrated because I learned about this game way after it's released because we didn't get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think we're going to finally... Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 an action movie. It's what like if if you told some foreign person like, what do you think about America? They're just like, I have the fucking freedom and and max and explosions <laughs> like and and eagles and, 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 and monologuing like that yeah. that it's that game in a nutshell. Big guns. Yeah, it that's the whole thing. I, Bed Bath and Beyond. I, I I couldn't remember what that was for the longest time, and yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was trying to remember. Uh, Metal Wolf awesome. Chaos is so good. We should we should look after when we're done. We should look at look more into that. You got You got to see this game, yeah. dude. It's crazy. So this is this is what I'm talking about with Nino Cooney too. So it says uh, inside we see a much older Roland who appears to be the president of the United States, though his country is identified as the off-brand Union. Um. Suddenly, a nuclear missile roars overhead toward a skyline that's evocative of New York. It's clearly meant to be a mashup of different cities. Blah, 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 blah. Mushroom clouds. Yeah, it opens with a nuclear holocaust. <laughs> well, then. Sounds interesting. Like yep. Very film. interesting. Um, are they are they trying to do Grave of the Fireflies again? Or? <laughs> uh, the uh first i don't remember the first one being that being like that that's uh hmm. i mean i'm i'm sure they try and rationalize what happens after that i only know that out of context like first cutscene. that's literally all i know about Nino okay. 22 so <laughs> there, there might be like some sort of rationale behind what they're doing okay but i think regardless in or out of context that scene is just hilarious yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well it really depends. If you can laugh at how real that is. <laughs> well, very realistic, 100%. <laughs> Same thing, like... Just like how Rob Liefeld's character models are all really, really realistic. <laughs> I'm just... I will always go back to Stan Lee just belittling Rob Liefeld and, and yeah. Todd McFarlane. So when's he take his? When how does he go to the bathroom? Uh, whatever it is, it, does he sleep in this? He must sleep in this. <laughs> Everything's just jack. Oh my god! What what's his his alter ego? He's just this all the time. That would be exhausting. Yeah, uh, that would be. <laughs> all right, so. All right, so a uh, weird uh, uh, comic joke, check. Uh, nuclear Holocaust, check. Uh, what are we going into now? Check. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, uh, um, I uh, uh, took a break from Swords of Ditto. Um, in the, so I did beat it a second time, so there have now been 200 years of peace in ditto mm. and the uh on the last one i had the curse that was placed was i had five days to beat mormo uh on the next run after i beat it that time is what they called uh ether storm which puts the world in the same state it would be as if there had been 500 years of mormo's rule so everything is super difficult Okay. And I'm like, I'm going to let 
I'm going to let that rest for a little bit. <laughs> it just got really, really very difficult. So I'm into it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, apparently every time uh, you face Mormo, every hundred years, it's a new curse. It's com- completely different. So interesting. Yeah. This next curse will be that your pair, your, your children don't appreciate the things you've done for them. <laughs> 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 Which is a minus five to uh, help. <laughs> So, but yeah, it's uh, still a, a very interesting game, but it does get a little repetitive after a while in that like every playthrough you're doing the same thing. Yeah, but that's the nature of it, right? Yeah. yeah. Even games that are built to have replayability, you know, that only goes so far. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely more for creating a core experience that rocks and that's what makes me want to replay it. Yeah. Not just a game that loops on itself, although that still works. That game seems like it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just and apparently it wasn't like I re- I bought it when it first came out and played it for a little bit and I was like, ah, this is cute and fun. But I ended up doing what I do with most games that I you know just buy and you know, play it for five minutes. Go okay, I get the idea, and then I set it down and revisit it maybe somewhere a year down the line. In that case, apparently it was a good thing that I did it with this game because there the historical reviews for Swords of Ditto on Steam is mixed, and the recent reviews is positive. And it's because they changed the, uh, they released this DLC that coincided with the Switch release called Mormo's Curse. And that apparently fixed all of the problems that they had that people were complaining about for like the first year of the game's release. Okay. So it was one of those games that redeemed itself. I, 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 I like a good redemption arc for a shitty game. Like that's how it was for that game slain back from hell. Yep. Mm-hmm. I uh, I was so stoked when that was in development and when it dropped, it sucked. Thank God they fixed it. Yeah. Because it, it 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 had so much potential and they at least realized it instead of just leaving it to burn in hell. Mm-hmm. Sorry guys. Um mm. Aside from that, uh, I uh, preloaded Resident Evil 4 because that comes out on Switch on Tuesday. Resident that's a great Evil. Resident Evil game. Um, so I'm pretty stoked for that. Hmm. Uh, and have been mostly uh, sleeping because... Sleep is good. Tooth pain. Hmm. Really bad. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Tooth pain sucks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's pretty lame. Um it, it it's uh, I I remember I got my wisdom teeth pulled when I was like sixteen, and okay. So first of all, my dad is the kind of guy that he's he's the prophet of doom sometimes, and I, I I that's where I get my thing like that from. But uh, so I'm going in to get my wisdom teeth pulled. The the, the thing like that you get. You get your doom prophecies. You yes, inherited your. I, I your inherited doom prophecies my father's doom prophecies. Yeah, I'm always okay. just like okay. the tower will fall, or <laughs> the throne will flow with blood, or <laughs> this game might suck. Um, <laughs> no, um, uh, so I had to get put under because it was I had to see an oral surgeon for this. It was a mess. Um, and ten minutes, I'm sitting in the chair waiting to go. My dad's like, you know, some people don't wake up. You better make peace. You better, you better make make peace of the Lord before you go under. And I'm just like, I can dig. So <laughs> the mask on, and I'm counting backwards, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, back the fuck out. I don't wake up until I'm in the van on the way home, and I was just like bewildered and angry, and I just for a whole day, I was just bewildered and angry, just 
sitting there, I'm watching Teen Titans, and I'm just mad at the something, whatever. <laughs> with a mouthful of gauze that I'm drooling on myself, and I'm just seething with rage. <laughs> you know, teenage angst stuff. I get yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my experience having my wisdom teeth removed was pretty fucked up because... Uh, I started waking up during the operation, oh! um, but I was still just, ba- I was so out of it that Dark. I still couldn't like, I heard the crunching and then I felt my like head being pulled on and I literally, I hear the surgeon go, I think he's waking up. We need to get him back under. Oh. <laughs> and you know, oh. like I, I asked and they were like, yeah, you didn't hallucinate that. Like you started to wake up in the middle of the procedure. Because we were keeping you too close to the edge. Cool. And I was just like, oh, that was great. So woke up with a boot on your chest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know that was the thing. Like, apparently it was a pain in the ass. I mean, all, all four of mine were already like impacted perfectly perpendicular to the rest of my teeth. Mm-hmm. And when I went back for the follow up, the surgeon just looks at me because the whole right side of my face was bruised yellow. So he beat the fuck out of me. And I like I walked in and sat down, and he just laughed. He's like, "I really beat you up." <laughs> I was like, "You better watch your words, Doc." <laughs> I haven't been arrested for violent crime yet, but I thought about it. God damn it! Um, yeah, so uh, I went in for uh, you know my normal cleaning on Thursday, and I had had a filling that uh, came out uh, in this molar, and it, it came out like a while ago, More and so I go. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that one was actually funny. I'm sorry, Ryan. I couldn't have your back. Uh, so, um, I you know I'd go back for cleanings, and they're like, okay, yeah. we'll do an X-ray and see kind of how close to the nerve this is getting because this tooth is wearing down. Uh, and okay, no, it looks fine. You know, we'll, we might have to worry about it in the future, but it looks fine for now. And so on uh, last Thursday, I went in for. Um, uh, you know, my normal cleaning and I came home and what had, so like I had started getting like kind of a a dull throbbing, you know, pain, Mm -hmm. uh, on the right side of my mouth, but it was manageable. Like it wasn't so bad. Uh, I had been putting temporary fillings in the broken tooth and apparently I've got a cavity coming in up here. Uh, but the pain from he- from the broken tooth would uh, like trigger the you know cavity in uh, the top tooth, and they'd just create this feedback, the uh, fucking domino effect so, of tooth pain. Uh, that's the worst. Um, it didn't really hit until after the cleaning, so didn't sleep Friday night, didn't sleep Saturday night, didn't sleep Sunday night. Um worked from home on Monday because I had not slept at all and uh, was really out of it and called my dentist and I was like, look, this is a problem. And uh, I'm still paying for my bridge and stuff like that. So when I went in for that uh, cleaning, mm-hmm. uh, he said, hey, if if the pain gets to be too much, let me know. And like, there's enough of that tooth where we can, you know, uh, we can save it. Like we can do a root canal and, and, uh, put a crown on it and everything like that. But if there's too much pain, just let me know and we'll pull it. And I'm like, well, I'd really kind of rather save it. And in my head, I'm thinking it's because I still owe money on my bridge that he's saying, you know, we're not going to do a root canal on this as, as a method of saving it. Um, so I called in and I, you know, I was like, look, I can't live with this pain. It, ever since the cleaning, it has been just, it, it became intense, intense pain that I could feel in my ear canal and in my jaw and down my neck. 
and it was nonstop and it would get worse at night. And so uh, on Monday, they prescribed me hydrocodone and antibiotics. And uh, um, the hydrocodone wasn't strong enough to uh, kill the pain. Mm. So they scheduled me to the next opening that they had in was that Thursday. And they said, look, if anything opens up tomorrow, we'll get you in tomorrow. And I'm like, all right, that's awesome. Something opened up the next day. I went in the next day. They did the, uh, the root canal on the tooth. They agreed to do that. And I was like, all right, cool. Um, but the, uh, um, so I get in there and he numbs up the area and for the first time in four days, I had no pain and I fell asleep and slept through the, the entire procedure. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nine out of 10 dentists recommend you listen to the topless robot podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The other ones, we can't actually hear them because they're busy running drills right now. (laughs) Oh man. Played in dentist office, uh, offices across the country. That would actually be a really sweet, like, promotional deal where you, you find, like, a national chain of, like, dentistry office and you're like, play our podcast. <laughs> play our podcast. We'll give you top billing. But, yeah, that's, that's how sleep-deprived I was. Like, the second that, that they numbed me and that pain was gone, I was out. I was, you know, and I'd wake up. Every, you know, every once once in a while, and he'd be you know drilling away. I didn't even realize it was a two hour procedure. Mm. Hey, that's better than being awake for it. Fuck yeah, that. <laughs> right. No Ty- shit. Tyler would tell us his tooth, his you know dentist story, but I think he didn't make it. That's just why he's not here anymore. Yeah, he died of an infection yeah. because he didn't brush his teeth enough. Rest guys. in that's rest right. in peace. Rest Tyler. in peace. The moral of this podcast is uh, take care of your teeth, kiddos. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll end up like Tyler. Don't be Tyler. Or you'll end up like Jay and have fake Inspector Gadget teeth. What? Uh, I'm sorry, Sivo, <laughs> not Jay. Um, <laughs> also, actually, Jason Muse. Yeah, they both. Um, Never, you know, you, you, remember the, you remember that 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 uh, Inspector Gadget movie that came out in the nineties? Yeah, with, uh, with Matthew Broderick. Yeah, so when they had the doppelganger version of him, he had like really fake, like perfect. Oh, the teeth. veneers, yeah, yeah, the yeah, veneers. Yeah. And so I have always, anytime I see like like Jason Muse or Stevo, I'm just like, look, it's the it's the fake one, it's the bad one, <laughs> it's the bad one. Get him because they got veneers. Yeah, because they got veneers. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Maybe I should. <laughs> <laughs> oh man my that's one of my favorite things to do is whenever you make a joke that you're not confident and i just have to stare at you the whole time <laughs> well you know I, can, I know i can always make tyler laugh so when i don't have the have have his laughter you know my confidence your crutch is isn't here my crutch isn't here um he's having fun at uh what disneyland, disneyland. yeah he's at disneyland, disneyland. uh he's doing it Another another uh, chalk on the on the mark here for Tyler being the most wholesome guy around. Yeah, he's going to Disneyland. Everyone yep. knows that cool, edgy kids go to Knott's Berry Farm. Um, <laughs> in honor of uh, Tyler not being here, uh, so uh, the Game of Thrones uh, series finale is airing tonight, <laughs> um, and that's all that we're going to say about that. Let's talk about Hamilton for a while too. <laughs> 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 Um, the podcast and the podcast <laughs> we have actually come to the end of the podcast uh it is time for rants who buddy i uh, just want to say i know i know we want to rant about it but do we want to rant about it honestly like i just you know we could just say a couple of things about it and uh 
when it means up. that uh, women who miscarry in the state of Alabama are going to be investigated for criminal activity, uh, yeah, that's a fucking problem. Yeah, absolutely. It's evil and fucked up, and you should feel bad if you if you think that's a good idea. And uh, yeah, uh, bodily autonomy is a thing. And if you think that a uh, thing the size of a bean uh, uh, has bodily autonomy, you're wrong. You are absolutely scientifically wrong. And, uh, you know, people are... Uh, I got into an argument on Facebook about like fundamental disagreements on certain things. When I say I hate organized religion, doesn't mean that I hate religious people. And this person was saying, by saying you hate Christianity, what you're actually saying and you're too cowardly to say is you hate Christians. No, you're wrong. I would have to hate most of my family and a lot of my friends if that were true. I, people can sort through the bullshit and use religion as a moral compass or whatever the fuck fulfillment and community you know, driving that they have. It doesn't make them terrible. It, organized religion itself, however, Christianity as a whole, is garbage. Uh, it, it shielded, uh, or I guess that's Catholicism, it shielded fucking priests uh, during, while they were, you know, uh, fucking little boys. It, it, like, as an organization, these organized crime institutions, as they rise in, in size, only get more and more corrupt, like most things. When yeah. they get to a certain critical mass, they become corrupt. So, yeah. yes, when I say I hate Christianity and I hate organized religion, I mean literally those words don't try to read between those fucking words i know exactly what the fuck i'm saying i do not hate christians i do not hate catholics i do not hate jews i do not hate any single person who identifies with any of these things except scientologists except scientologists <laughs> yeah they're that's uh, that's a weirdy point room no, for sure yeah not um, well i mean you know as a, as a reformed as and a reformed it, christian um uh, I, uh, you know, I know a lot of really good people, um, that subscribe. Hey buddy. Yeah, I know. Right. You think Shaq Fu is good too, huh? <laughs> um, <laughs> dog brains cannot comprehend the tragedy that was Shaq Fu. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, I know a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people that I grew up with or grew up around and I have great respect for, and they happen to be Christians, but, um, you know, I'm with you on that, that camp where I don't like, uh. I don't like where it's gone and I don't like how it's influenced um, what's been going on, for example. Like, yep. you know, you have all these. Well, it's used as an excuse for a lot yeah, of things. Yeah, it's like, well, I don't think this is right. And uh, you're encroaching on my r religious liberty by doing this thing. And it's like, well, no, you know, it's like if, you know, you have all these 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 people that are freaking out. Oh, Sharia law, Sharia law. But they're the ones that are imposing that same kind of principle, yeah, yep. you know, on on. <laughs> folks that go was that a squeaky toy or was that him that was him that was him he was oh. pissed off that i was throwing <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah um i i don't uh i don't know uh, it's people do a, a, a lot of things in the name of their religion and think that you know uh they're and then act the victim when they're yeah. the you know most prevalent uh religion you know in the country uh which is fucking ludicrous trying to take trying to take freedom and, yeah it's like no if we did that we just start making you guys pay taxes yeah 
Um, but specifically religion influencing decisions that are uh, devoid of thought and fact, uh, like uh, Alabama's uh, heartbeat law, Ohio is passing a heartbeat law. That's just some backward um, stuff, man. Like Georgia passed a heartbeat law, and uh, Missouri is voting on a heartbeat law. There, Missouri is trying to go for uh, the most pro-life, and this is like I think a quote from the third someone in charge is like, "Let's make Missouri the most pro-life state in the union." I'm like, well. You can either be pro-life or you can't be. It's like, what? Are you, how can you make it extra pro-life? You know, yeah. it's like, it's like, well, anyone who has thought about killing someone is going to jail. <laughs> no, you know, you know, you know if how you make thought it. About abortions, will shoot you into the sun. <laughs> you know how you make it extra pro-life. Mm. You make it mandatory that you start uh, procreating at the the youngest age possible, which sounds like a Missouri thing. Definitely, definitely does. Well, at least in Branson. Uh, <laughs> So uh, it's it should go without saying, you know, I mean, I know considering our listeners uh, that we are probably preaching to the choir, but uh, yeah. don't let old white religious men make laws that govern uh, women's uh, bodies. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. That's all it takes. Yeah. That's all it is. When you have uninformed people making decisions on uh, these types of things, and you see it, it's prevalent throughout government. Uh, people who are uninformed regulating things that they have never uh, had, uh, never encountered in their entire lives. Uh, then don't, just don't. I, I mean, if someone asked me to, to, you know, fucking build a car or, or make rules about how someone should build a car, I don't know the first thing about building a car, uh, I'm not one going to try planes. to write that that book, you know? Yeah, I agree. Uh, it's mandatory that all hatchbacks have flames and spoilers. Uh, <laughs> all trucks need a lift kit of at least five feet. And uh, Dan is only allowed to drive around in a clown car. <laughs> <laughs> My horn is just a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a slide whistle that goes on for a while depending on the speed that you're going. So like if you're sl- speeding up, it's like <laughs> you're slowing down and stops. Screech to a halt. But yeah, just as ridiculous as making Dan have to drive a clown car for the rest of his life, you know, making somebody have to you know go to jail potentially or even die in prison because they decided, you know. I didn't want to have this baby. Uh, it's not my fault. You know, a lot of things happened or just, you know, I wish to express my bodily autonomy, but some, you know, crazy people that think that they know what's best for everyone is going to, you know, you don't want that to happen. Like in the case of Alabama, yeah. uh, despite uh, it being rape or incest. Yeah, which is insane. And I'm pretty sure Missouri's uh, the same, uh, has similar legislation and I'm Georgia, I think, as well. Not sure about Ohio, but they're kind of kooky. They call sprinkles on ice cream dope. What? <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, Jimmy's, the the longer spring ice cream sprinkles, I learned this on Atlas Obscura, so I this is not mine. But uh, everywhere else, it's sprinkles, except for some places they call them Jimmy's. But Ohio in the United States is the only place that calls that shit dope. Ohio. Get your shit together, Ohio. <laughs> Pro-choice for sprinkles. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And for bodily autonomy, but you know, the latter being more important, of course. Wow. Wow. 
Yeah. So, uh, uh, <laughs> we live in increasingly uh, disappointing times. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> we live in a society. Gamers friends. <laughs> oh my god! But I'm sorry. The more serious point that you're making, though, <clears throat> uh, it's increasingly disappointing times. And uh, but I do have to remind everyone that for every disappointment, there are uh, uh, encouraging things like Kansas uh, ruling that uh, it was against their constitution to restrict uh, a woman's ability to to get an abortion. Hell yeah, Kansas. Um, you know, uh, it's more than a feeling <laughs> for every disappointing thing that happens in the multiverse. There is a Brooks out there trying to make it right. <laughs> <laughs> honk, honk. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Just, just fucking mm. just stop. Everyone just fucking knock it fuck off. I, I don't know. I, I can't articulate well with this kind of stuff because i think you mean me no speak good <laughs> well, it's, i yes. mean it's it's pretty frustrating it's de- kind of depressing out there you know we have uh you know at least in the united states we have all this crazy crazy legislation and the president blah, blah blah and all that stuff but then on a grander scale like you know um being bummed out about the environment and how the planet's on fire and bill nye had to say swear words on tv to drive that point home saw that this week that was great um and just uh you know, it makes you makes you disappointed in the the lame horse that we got handed as you know younger folks, and but uh, I guess it's up to us to make the most of it, you know, by destroying the patriarchy. Yeah, and you know, not letting assholes decide what's best for everyone when they don't even they couldn't even point you know on a chart you know women's anatomy of any kind. Yep. Well, hopefully before the world has a chance to burn, glorious North Korea takes over the United States and we all have to die in a gulag. (laughs) You know what? I heard the food's not bad. (laughs) But it's like uh, that one senator who said, like, if uh, the, uh, what was it? If uh, the uterus becomes, like, attaches to the... Uh, or no, if the, uh, the embryo becomes attached to the uterine lining or, or something like that, uh, like for a miscarriage, they can just have it reinserted into the fallopian tubes. And it's like, yes, unplug it and plug it back in. That's how babies work. <laughs> like basically it, it's every single time a Senator and, and someone who's involved in this lawmaking decision-making process opens their mouth about it. They say things that literally don't happen that are not possible to express like they're not hiding their ignorance they're completely open about their ignorance and still the ones behind this decision oh absolutely i mean the the thing i'm absolutely going to go out on with talking about this is i can't remember what state he was from but he was speaking out against wind energy stating that uh wind turbines would soak up all of the air and make the earth too hot It wasn't the president, was it? No, it was the senator. (laughs) No, the president said that the sound from wind turbines causes cancer. Oh, oh, okay. Very astute and erudite leaders we have. It gives me eardrum cancer! (laughs) (laughs) On that note, we're fucking done. Tune in next week when hopefully we're a little bit not as done.
Bye. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. ACAST powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. Hey, I'm Bert from The Bert Show. You have people on a show that really don't like morning shows. Blair said, I think I'm falling in love with you, and I went, Why take initiative when you can take a nap? I like keeping it real, and I like keeping it gross. <laughs> so we created a show that we really wanted to hear. It's real, and it's funny, and we will talk about our personal lives. We're not scared of anything. I'm on the phone with your husband, Bart, and he says, I love you. I'm not <laughs> sure that I gave him a confident enough I love you back. And I do have feelings for him. I, I think I'm falling. <laughs> What I love most about this show is everybody's vulnerability. And though our perspectives may be different, working together is actually fun. We put the fun in dysfunction. I think it's unlike anything that you've heard before. The Bird Show. Listen to this show on ACAST or wherever you get your podcasts. ACAST, 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 ACAST recommends. recommends.